0: All right, so I'm gonna preface and say that I woke up about <laughs> twenty minutes ago, and I am feeling kind of sick. Um, but I, I, I'm gonna get rolling with this. Hello, guys. Welcome to Save Your Spoon. We are here to empower others and hope you leave invigorated and save your spoon. I. Uh, just meditated, so I feel very compelled to do an episode. And out of the blue, I decided to make a Twitter for uh, Save Your Spoon and just more content for me to post. I feel like Twitter's always been really easy for me, and when it comes to healing and posting, like I love to take like the shit post route, like not a lot of thought, but just like enough. And so. I kind of was following, like, okay, I'm going to do, like, the holistic bimbo approach. I, um, holistic bimbo, and literally made my bio, yes, healing can be fun and sexy. So, I do want to radiate that, because I know when I'm at my lows, whether it's physical or mental, emotional, I am, like, I, I'm trash, like, I think I literally say, I don't feel that sexy right now. That's why I tell everyone. Also, if you're a part of my family and you're listening, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm throwing around the word sexy a lot, but for me, I'm like, when I feel sexy, like that's where I feel like my highest, like even me saying this out loud, like radiating love, light, just being girly and fun and just myself. That's how I say like, oh, I feel like Fun, sexy, hot. That's kind of what I mean when I say those words. Like, hot girls with depression. Like, girls who really embody how they feel on their outside. That's what I mean by that. And that's when I'm like, oh, I feel sexy today. Or when I say, today's a sexy day, let's take it on. So, I made a Twitter. It is still Save Your Spoon, but I did not make the name Holistic Bimbo. I ended up doing that to my Twitter, or not my Twitter, my TikTok too, just so um, people can see, like, hey, I do practice all of these rules. I do get, like, kind of stringent, but at the end of the day, like, that bimbo in me still exists. Like, I think when I was creating content, especially for, like, Savior Spoon, I really focused on, like, okay. I feel like there is no intersection between me healing and, like, being myself. Everyone I've seen in this space is pretty, like, serious or, like, just a different type of girl. Like, I feel like when... I think I talked about this in a therapy session. When I feel most myself, like, I feel big. Like, I'm out there. Big hair. Lots of jewelry. Making jokes. And so... I think it. I really struggled to kind of put those pieces together. And literally meditating just now, I was like, download, here we go. So I'm really excited. I don't know how that's going to change branding, but I feel like, too, the more I play around with social media and where I fit, the better I feel about it. <laughs> it's something that you could feel so embarrassed by. And then when you get in that groove, you're like, oh shit, like, that's because I missed the mark, I'm also laughing too, this is, um, I guess this will maybe fill my segment in of, like, things I've learned when I'm out at parties, <laughs> maybe I'll change that to I'm really fun at parties <laughs> as a segment name, <laughs> um, but I was listening to podcasts about, like, Abraham Hicks and Esther Hicks, Esther hicks gets downloads from she channels abraham hicks who is like huge in the manifestation law of attraction um areas i i love hearing that like i think i listen to those they help me reorient and honestly mentally had like a not so rough week or not so healthy week uh oh grant's calling me i'm gonna finish this thought but essentially the thought was If you keep pushing something that isn't in your alignment, that isn't meant for you, you're only going to make things harder for yourself. And that can either be with, like, manifestation. Like, sometimes the universe has bigger plans for you. And honestly, like, when I was looking back, like, maybe that's what was going on for me. In terms of, like, trying to troubleshoot this social media. And so, yeah, I... I think too, I really had to reorient, like, let's have fun with this. Like, it's not like, if I'm being completely transparent, like fruit, like fuse can get to you when you're looking back and you're like, man, like this would have gotten like so many more likes. And like, I think at the end of the day, wow. At the end of the day, that's the ego telling me like, Hey, like that's the ego that wants recognition And I think there's like a place for everyone and I also like at the end of the day, I just want someone to smile, like feel seen, like help someone. So yeah, welcome to my little fun for this morning. (laughs) Okay, so I wanted to do my highs and lows. So my highs is that I've been so excited about like, my move and just anticipating change, um, the downside is that getting to change is kind of hard, I have all my clothes laid out, I'm kind of nervous about just, like, the move updates and all the trucks and all that fun stuff, so I will be, Grant's texting me about moving, So, I've also been a little under the weather, and I think that hasn't helped my physical or mental health, honestly. So, but, you know, meditated today has been feeling progressively better throughout the week. So, we're going to lead into this week with positivity. I'm recording this on Saturday, so this will be updated on Wednesday. But, yeah, I wanted to talk about a few things today. So, first kind of circles back to what I started with. I can make healing fun and sexy. And so growing up and honestly, like when I was younger and even now, I've always had a soft spot for the celebrities you would call quote unquote bimbos. I've loved Anna Nicole Smith. I've loved Pamela Anderson. And these are bimbos and they're just beautiful women. And they like truly embody themselves and their feelings and just at the end of the day like there's quotes from both being like I just want people to know that they're able to follow their dreams and like even Pamela Anderson said like I've always been more caring towards other people than I have myself and I don't necessarily resonate with that in terms of like I don't love myself or care for myself because I do but it's just that I've always wanted to kind of help people out and Above all their beauty, like they are breathtaking women. Like, I, Pamela Anderson in the 80s, oh my God, in the early 90s, I would kill, would kill to look like her. So, okay, I feel like I'm contradicting myself. Like, I love looking like myself, but she's gorgeous, gorgeous. And these are people who still have a lot of love for others. Another person, I could probably make a whole episode about her. I think I have a blog post in the works about Bella Hadid. This is another. She is breathtaking. I know some people might think she's a little too exotic looking. And for me, she's stunning. And at the end of the day, like her posts and how much she loves others, like just resonates she will continue to, like, post about some of the hippy-dippy shit that I love, so, like, meditating during, like, new moons, and, like, resonating with love, like, seeing angel numbers, and I think Bella Hadid, I've always resonated with, because she's someone I could tell that has been through a lot of pain, I think, too, with some of these celebrities I love, like, These are people who have experienced pain in their lives. Like Anna Nicole Smith came from like a not so great background. She really had to work herself up. She dropped out of high school, like had a kid young. And I think like Bella Hadid has Lyme's disease and she's very transparent about some of the procedures she's been through, having to work through symptoms and I think she probably has a lot of psychological pain that she's dealt with just in terms of modeling and with upbringing and that that stuff isn't easy. I think being in the limelight is not easy, but I like how these figures have found ways to make life beautiful. Bella Hadid is like continuously sharing like her story about Lyme disease and how she has had a very difficult past couple months. She is taking a step back from modeling. And although like modeling has been her dream, she's really trying to make make a name for herself through kin, which is another topic I wanna circle back. So these are some of like the figures that I would honestly say have helped like shape my identity as weird as that sounds in terms of celebrities. I just, when I am, like, big, when I am, like, feeling love, helping others, makeup done, everything, like I said, I just, I feel so together, I feel so aligned with my true being, and that sounds so hippy-dippy, Grant, if you're listening, just, I know what I'm talking about, okay? (laughs) But I also have a lot of figures that I follow that you're probably like, who the hell are these people? So I love Andrew Huberman. I listen to his podcast. I really follow a lot of what he tries to say in terms of just like living and, and in terms of living and kind of like biohacking, making sure that you're living your most efficient life. And so he's a neuroscientist at Stanford and he makes a lot of studies um well known to the public public well accessible to the public and for example i listen to sleep i've always struggled with sleep and he has this whole layout about all right so look at the sun at 5 p.m and then after 7 p.m don't have any overhead lights on try to look at red light try to wear blue light blocking glasses if you have to like, read a book. He talks about a lot. Like, I take magnesium every night, and that has really helped just, like, my anxiety. It's helped me fall asleep easier, like the melatonin ever had. I used to take Benadryl to help me fall asleep, and that's not great either. Um, And he talks a lot about just overall health and well-being. There are so many episodes. Honestly, I listened to his we're going to circle back to this conversation, too. But I listened to his episode on alcohol, and I was like, it was eye-opening. Um, and I will say, listen at your own will, approach with caution, because it, it, there was a lot of data that had my jaw drop. Andrew Huberman is one of my, I, I love him. I love neuroscience and it's just something I've always enjoyed listening to. The next is Joe Dispenza. I just looked up his title and it says he is a scientist, a teacher, a lecturer, and an author. He I I love his content. I when I was on a funk earlier this week, I listened to a podcast with him and Jay Shetty, just kind of like reorienting and be like, Okay, like, yeah, my thoughts create My reality. Like, I want to embody the future rather than the past. And that's just like literally an excerpt of what he will say. I read, You Are the Placebo. And this was when, at the beginning of my diagnosis, like, I had had symptoms for, like, honestly, (laughs) the bad symptoms for a year or a couple months, honestly. But my not so bad symptoms for a while and finally I was like I'm gonna nip this shit in the bud spiritually and I was reading this and I was like it goes into people with multiple sclerosis or other autoimmune disease just downplaying those genes and upplaying their healthy genes and he talks a lot about how Like He uses a neuroscience background, which I've always appreciated, to continue to better himself and others. He is huge in meditation. And that's something that I've always dabbled with. I think I've dabbled it for like three years now. And that's the one thing that I wish would stick. (laughs) I just can't find a time I try to make yoga my meditation. But he is an excellent speaker. And I think a lot of his ideas may go over people's head because they do sound very woo-woo. But once you kind of get into that groove, it's something that I I enjoy hearing over and over again. It's a very good awakening. And then the next, I already talked about them, but Abraham Hicks and then Esther Hicks um, channeling him. Or, um... And, again, this is very in touch with the law of attraction, the mindfulness. Um, It's a very, you create your reality and using positive thoughts to manifest or get greater outcomes. I think she talks a lot about the universe, too. The thing is that with Abraham Hicks, I've noticed that it's more, Esther Hicks is a woman, so I'm going to keep on referring to the Hickses as her by accident. Um, they talk a lot about the universe and if you're not in alignment, like things might not go on your best favor. And so there is that like aspect of the universe has a good plan for you. You might not be able to manifest everything you want in your life. Um, again, this is, These are authors I listen to when I kind of want to reorient myself, bring myself back when I've been out and about too much and I haven't been able to sit down and practice some of the things that make my life better. If you notice too, it's very eclectic. Like I have the bimbo and then I have the science in me. And I think those aspects have really kind of led to this struggle of like, who am I? And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who you are your interests don't like only make you difference and when I was talking to Grant about like damn like these ideas have probably already been made and he's like honestly in this day and age there are no unique ideas you could just add and personalize yourself to them and so that's what I want to do and that's what I hope you see that you can do too I think what I want to really have you grab is that you don't have to be your depression. You don't have to be your autoimmune disease. You could be your fun-loving self or if you really like your introversion or introspection over just being loud and obnoxious like I do. Like find ways to embody the what parts of you make you most happy. I think too, I've been looking at my diagnoses my health conditions and like my depression my mental health like as parts of the past and like I am not going to be defined by the past this is from Joe Dispenza I really want to embody my future self and so for that I'm making health and healing fun and sexy and big and everything that makes me feel like I literally say these things and feel tingling and feel like love and light Um, so honestly follow that and something that I think could be applied here is Jay Shetty asked Joe Dispenza what is something that he would say or think to himself every morning and it would be what is the greatest ideal of myself that I can be today and Joe followed that with I would not get up until I felt I feel like that person and he continued to say that like something to do is if I feel that energy all day, if I successfully feel that way, I'm going to open opportunities and possibilities that weren't there before. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's a good kind of reflection point. Maybe I should make a note of that and put it in the show notes, but yeah, I think that's something too that you can seek to discover in the next couple days the next week I was gonna partially make this episode about change too and embracing change but I summer's essentially almost over I start school in like a week a week oh that's scary I start school in a week and I'm wrapping up nannying and moving I have all these changes and I'm really just like embodying like this is gonna be a great new chapter. I have a lot of great chapters in my life. This is going to be good. I am excited. But being that the summer is almost over, it hit me. I was like, holy shit, I only drank three days this summer. So if you don't know, I have been really working on being sober curious. And this curiosity, honestly, the past couple months have, it's been striking. I think Growing not growing up. (laughs) I think going to like a four year university and I think like just seeing how young like people start and how we associate it with being cool or like popular. I think we really live in a society where drinking has a chokehold on us. I I can probably make talk for like a whole hour about my relationship with alcohol. I have friends that like have friends and family that have had struggles with alcohol and those aren't my stories to tell um but I think from what I've seen personally and what I've read and honestly my own experience with alcohol I just I'm so turned off by it currently and so circling back for the four-year university I've just I I drink a lot um I think we really went out 4 days a week and we 5 days a week, some days 6 days a week and we would brag about it. Like Monday night lion, I like who's going out. Like I used to go out all these days. And like you know that does catch up to you. I started getting really bad hangovers senior year where I, honestly junior year where I was like, Oh my god, like I can't get out of bed and then we would cure that by drinking and I'm sorry if this, is, if this is triggering for anyone. I I was like, it just it catches up to you. And sometimes I question if a lot of my issues were from alcohol. Alcohol really is a toxin, it's a neurotoxin. Those cells destroy your healthy cells. It's it's just not great. you in general and I think that with me and drinking like they that may have been kind of the instigator in a lot of my digestion issues but I've experienced a lot of positive health effects ever since I stopped drinking alcohol so I realized that with alcohol I without alcohol I like sleep through the night like I I didn't wake up at all last night. I noticed that I feel more creative. Like, I feel that love and light more frequently. I like the thing is, this summer, I really took advantage of the fact that, like, I'm not waking up with hangovers. I can write a blog post, I could do something that I love. Like, I could go on a walk, I could listen to podcasts. Like, it's easier for me to comprehend. I don't have headaches. I And so, honestly, I think being sober curious and not drinking show, like helped show the light that I don't want to drink, that I, like, was able to make this podcast, honestly, because if I was going out, I, like, wouldn't have had the time to do this. Like, I think, like, I wake up and I feel fine and that's when I post things and edit things and I think... I've just been in such greater alignment ever since I stopped drinking. Um, Like, the alcohol honestly was keeping me back. And without it, I've unlocked so many other doors. I noticed, like, the three days I did drink, like, there was one day where I saw a frozen mark, and I was like, I'm getting it. It was like, and everyone else was doing this bottomless deal, and I only had, like, a drink and a half. And... There was another one, too, where I, like, honestly was just thinking Virgin Marks, and I had a, a half of a drink, and it was like, I don't even want this. And like, had, like, a little Prosecco, and I was like, this sucks. It was an open bar. Um, and I paid $60 to be there, and, yeah, I didn't like any of the alcohol I drink. And with those times, I, I got so tired so quickly, And I, like, didn't want to socialize. Like, I felt like I needed caffeine to get through it. Like, I felt slumped and slowed down. And, like, I don't have a tolerance anymore. Like, that's how few drinks it took me to feel that way. And honestly, I felt emotionally not great. I didn't feel too sexy the following day. Like, it just kind of, it it didn't feel good. And, like, I'm still trying to piece together the words for it. But, like, the taste of alcohol just does not seem great for me. Like, I I just don't like the taste. Like, and I could tell with the drinks. Like, it does taste, like, if they mask it well enough, like, sure. But, like, I haven't taken a shot in, like, months. I... Like, in my head, I was like, oh, like, Grant, like, I'll have a little champagne. I'll have a little of a frozen mug. But even now, I don't think I want to do that. Just because, like, the little effects I've noticed come out into play when I am drinking alcohol. And if twenty year, 21-year-old me, even, like, 19-year-old me, saw me talking about this, she would be like, who is this person? Like, that was a girl who would be like beer shower i'm gonna shotgun this and it's just a whole other life that like i feel like i'm living now and like i could see it in my face and my body and my movements that like i like so less inflamed like i lost a lot of that water weight that my body would hang on to like i don't feel like i feel so much lighter and i know it's kind of like i'm talking in circles but Like, the positive effects that I felt and just the trajectory I've been on. It's snowballing, like, how much, like, I love being sober (laughs) and just not drinking. Like, it's cool to see that I don't need substances to live this, like, healthy life and, like, go out and, like, have fun still. And this is a good segue into the fact that when I do go out to parties, like, I have a couple... Like I have a YouTube video going up and just like what I drink when I go out. It's not as bad as a mix as I would have thought. And I think even now it's been easier and easier for me to order a mocktail and to like feel that confidence like no one's laughing at me at the end of the day. I went on a trip with uh, my boyfriend and a couple of his friends and their girlfriends and the girls were like, I wish I could do what you do. The amount of people that are, like, I went literally at my roommate's birthday party. This girl said, I have been so curious about, like, cutting back alcohol. How do you do it? And I think, like, I would love to be, like, a cutting light for people. Because, like, honestly, I felt so much better. And this is something that I would love to talk about more ever since I stopped drinking. And it's cool that, like, I can, you know high like inconspicuously like high drinking alcohol like you know if you order a club soda pop two limes in it looks like a drink like you could buy that's a vodka soda vodka soda um honestly and I think my crutch right now has been diet coke out so let's see how long that lasts because that isn't so healthy but I think for me I having these alternatives have been, like, a great back pocket, um, Ollie Pop and Poppy has literally been, like, they have a chokehold on me, um, I think those have been, like, kind of, like, the healthier, and I make my own beet juice, so I'll do my little cocktails, I make my magnesium cocktail at night, which is, like, literally magnesium powder and, uh, tart cherry juice, and, like, The thing is, I found a lot of different avenues to channel, like, that notion that, oh, like, I'm going to have a sip of wine to end the night, to go into ease, to end the night into, like, a sense of ease, to cup, like, I don't know, like, to lay down stress and all that BS that we're fed. But I still kind of get that society-driven thought. That by making these magnesium cocktails and I can like crack open a poppy if I'm like oh I want a cold one after a long day of work and it's it's nice to see that there's still those avenues and these are healthier for you and like it's a good source of prebiotics or it will like honestly reduce my stress I have kava that sometimes I'll sprinkle in but that's something I want to use sparingly um, and honestly, like I'll order coffee if I'm out for brunch over like a mimosa or like if I want to get to work, like in like quote unquote date drink next, like I will like literally put lines, beam drops in a drink and that'll help me grind out blog posts. And I could go like deeper into these. Like I can make a whole ass blog post about like my alternatives to drinking. Ha 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 um but for me like I've I've just I've loved it I've loved like switching I love like how like accepting my friends have been and how like many other people have been curious about it um another thought too is just that you may not have everyone on your back when it comes to cutting back alcohol I think, like, you don't have to tell people that you are, like, sober curious or that you're not drinking. I think, like, ever since I've been more open about it, like, I have noticed a shift in just what I get invited to sometimes. And honestly, that really hasn't bothered me. Just because, like, I don't want to be out at a bar until 2 a.m. anymore. Like, I'd rather be sleeping. Um, and like, it does serve its time and place. And there are days where like, I do tell my friends, like, feel free to invite me if you still want to go out. Like, I still like having like fun. Like I might just leave early or get club sodas. It's all about communication. And if a friend doesn't understand that, then they're probably not in your alignment. It might not be a friend forever. And I know that kind of stings, but that's like, the cyclical action of life. I have friends that I'm no longer friends with after 10 years, not after 10 years, but, like, that I was friends with 10 years ago just because, like, our lifestyles didn't align, and I still think of them. I still wish them well, but it's just, like, I'm moving at a trajectory that's different, and so I think that's where I want you to assess, too, like, with your relationship of alcohol, where you want to be And where you feel most comfortable telling people or ordering drinks. Because it is kind of like a wide array. Um, It's very subjective. It's individualized. And so I don't want to push you to be like, I'm not going to drink this drink. Like play around with it. Or only have one drink when you're out and just see how you feel. Like I have no tolerance anymore. So that's why one drink literally sends me through disarray. But for you, one drink might be like, "Wow, I don't feel a hangover. I don't really feel anything anymore." Like, and I think that really cutting back will help you kind of see where you want alcohol to fit in your life. Lastly, with alcohol, like I still am able to embody my fun-loving self. I still am able, like I channel Bella Hadid. She is sober. She doesn't drink alcohol. She came up with Kin Euphorics, which is another drink you could probably throw on my list of alcohols. Of non-alcoholic drinks that I consume. I love her. And it's cool to see such a high figure, like, talk about, I don't drink alcohol five months sober. And that's something that, you know, I'm like, she kind of sparked this interest of, like, if this hot-ass supermodel can do it, I want to do it so yeah and you know what I lied that's not my last thought I took tests last month and this is when I like truly cut back on alcohol I told my rheumatologist this and she raised her eyebrows she's like shit girl (laughs) that's a great thing like we don't want you drinking alcohol my GI practitioner said we don't want you drinking alcohol like cut back that for acid reflux but I am in remission. My autoimmune disease is not currently active. You know, and I have feel like felt a lot better in terms of my chronic fatigue, my joint pain. I started honestly, I can't run <laughs> still, but um jogging more. And so I do still have chronic symptoms that like we don't know where the hell they're coming from, but you know, my immune system isn't attacking itself. And honestly, like, I do think a lot of that was attributed to cutting back alcohol, and just making these lifestyle modifications. I'm no medical practitioner. I love reading about things in ways that you could better your life. But I just in my gut, like I do think cutting back alcohol has really helped with my health and longevity. And Maybe that is also one of the biggest driving factors in terms of why I just don't want to go back. And my mental health has been a lot better, too. I know I've been through dips. But my anxiety, anxiety who is she? Who is she? Anxiety who? So, again, I want to emphasize this. Healing is not, like, linear. Like, we take days in strides sometimes. <laughs> And what I talked about today are just, like, pieces to the puzzle. And I hope you take something away from this. I hope you leave invigorated. Save your spoon. You know, like, my new slogan might be, like, healing is sexy. Healing can be fun and sexy. We'll see. Holistic bimbo. Woo! Uh, But just taking each day in stride. So... I hope you guys appreciate this and I'll see you during the next episode.